Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. On Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, I go live on Facebook to share my design tips, to answer your questions, to talk about what's going on in my world. Well, I not only share it on Facebook, now I'm going to be sharing it on my podcast. So today you will be hearing a recording of my most recent Facebook Live. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. I was just live and experienced some difficult... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm not only having technical difficulties today, I may be having mental difficulties. Let me explain why. I have international guests coming in two hours and I'm picking them up from the airport, which I'm already a little bit nervous about because customs and whatever and New York City traffic at rush hour. Okay, whatever. But I'm also nervous because I haven't seen them since I got married. And so the pressure is on, especially when you're an interior designer and you're hosting guests. Like I am feeling it. I came home from the office early to like make everybody's beds and to lay out just the right towels and to restyle my bookcase just the way I like to hide cords. Because, you know, if you guys come over to my house, I'm going to make sure it looks good. So there's a lot of added pressure there. Whereas if you just stopped by today, like if you stopped by an hour ago, well, you would see cords. You would see dishes on the counter. You would see that I have not wiped off the table from the kids' breakfast cereal. You would see things and you would say, is that lady a designer? In fact, this weekend, somebody came over to pick up their child from a play date. And I was in my onesie. Let's just keep it real. I was in pajamas. I was eating chips and drinking beer. My husband was watching the kids. It was like five o'clock. I had the Olympics on. I was in my zone. And I didn't imagine that the kids' parents would come in. So things were a little bit messy. There was Play-Doh all over. The cords were hanging out. My laptop was hanging out. There were papers on the coffee table. It's just, you have to make extra apologies when you're a designer. And when you haven't seen international friends in five years, well, or was it eight years? Ugh, I can't remember. Um, The pressure's on. I'm feeling it. 
And so I'm slightly distracted, but that has nothing to do with the earlier technical malfunction. It's just a part of the scattered energy that is taking place in my day. So let me get back to that question that was on the table from just a minute ago. And it was from Amy. And Amy was asking, she was saying that her wife and she are shopping for a new sofa for their living room. They were looking at West Elm's settee, the Elton settee, and they were wondering if I would recommend it. And I was saying how much I love West Elm. I truly love West Elm. I love their drapes. I love their bedding. I own a lot of it. I love their armchairs. And I like their vases, their bookends, their picture frames. I love all that yummy, yummy stuff. I hate their sofas. Like, hate. If there was a way to express that differently that didn't sound as violent, but I hate them. I I can be into their smaller scale furniture, so it's not like I'm against their upholstered furniture across the board. I like their office chairs. I have an armchair I particularly enjoy. I hate their sofas. I had a $2,000 credit to West Elm. Don't ask. I still have a $2,000 credit to West Elm, and I was desperate to buy a sofa there. I was dying to love a sofa there, so I went and sat on every single sofa. There wasn't one that I even asked my husband if he wanted to try because I was like, none of these are acceptable. None of these even make it to the let's both sit on this list. I prefer Ikea sofas, Macy's sofas. I prefer, um, of course, Room and Board or Crate and Barrel. But seriously, for a much better price point, I just hoof it over to Macy's and find a small scale, very cute sofa there. So I have a live question from Eddie. Betsy, what's your opinion on sofas from Crate and Barrel versus Room and Board? Well, Eddie, thanks for being right on topic today because that's just what we were discussing. And I will share a little insider secret with you. Room and Board and Crate and Barrel use exactly the same manufacturer. So those sofas are of comparable quality. Now, the differences are that Room and Board has different styles than Crate and Barrel and, of course, different price points because they are not the same company or even an affiliated company. So the reason I like Room and Board is they have impeccable customer service. They have very stylish, different looks, and they have lots of options and permutations and I just think that they do sofas really well and they have such diverse style selections that I can shop for a range of clients there. The thing I don't like a room board is that they don't offer trade discounts and they don't do sales of any kind. So that's where Crate and Barrel edges them out. So Crate and Barrel, of course, has seasonal sales. January and July are those big times for sales, especially on upholstered furniture. And they will give you a trade discount of 15%. So if you're buying through us, well, that can make a big dent in a purchase like a sectional or even a custom sofa, which can get quite pricey. So that's how I feel about those two. I particularly love their sleeper selection because they have a memory foam sleeper option as well as the traditional coil. And I think they also offer an air mattress option for your sleeper. So that way, day to day, it doesn't feel as dense or heavy. So, Eddie, I hope that answered your question. And if it did, let me go back to the old mailbag and see what else came in this week. This one's from Renee. So you guys know I have been deep in cleaning up, decluttering, and hiding cords. So I have not read these ahead of time. So we're going we're gonna to just be live together. Let's be live with Renee's letter. 
Hi, Betsy. I so enjoy your podcast. It makes dishes fun and gives me the confidence to start decorating this house filled with bare walls. I completely agree. When I was cleaning, I had a podcast in my pocket just walking around making time fly. So I would be thrilled to have your advice about our lamp. We want to rework our living room now that we're in a real house, not an apartment, but we have a toddler. The two lamps were made by my Uncle Bob and got passed down to my husband for his bachelor pad way back when. I hope we can make them work in an updated space. We'll stay below $1,000 for the budget for our entire space. Where would you look for a lampshade? We used Ikea for now, but it makes it tricky to turn the lamp on, and we'll probably return to the original harp or just get a new one. My bigger question is what sort of table lamp would you put the shorter table on? Oh, no, Renee. Oh, no. So I don't have access to your pictures for some reason. They are not popping up for me. But you asked, is there a rule of thumb for lamp, table, and couch height? Yes. So there are some rules of thumb for that, even though I cannot access your pictures for some reason. So first of all, let me talk about your lampshade situation. When you have an old lamp or when you have any lamp and you need to buy a fresh shade, you need to go back to the exact same vendor. If you go to a vendor that's not the same, if you go to Ikea for a vintage lamp, or if you go to Pottery Barn for a lamp that you got at Pier 1, well, the lamp is not going to fit the shade. It's going to wobble. The harp won't connect right. Let me just tell you right now, from lots of bad experiences and failed attempts, uh, you can't mix and match these things. You're going to have to take it to a lamp person and see if you can have something fitted or have them tell you what to do. Now, of course, it will cost a little bit more, probably $20 to $40 additional per shade, but it will fit correctly and it won't wobble and it will just be right. And then that special lamp that was made by your uncle will be something that you can truly treasure versus just turning it into a piece of wobbly, wibbly crap. Now, let's talk about the height of the lamp. So the height of the lamp should be the same height as the table it's on or around two inches below. So for instance, if your table height is 26, well then your lamp height should not exceed 26 and could be about 24. Now certainly you can go lower than that if you're looking for a specific look or just want a tiny spot of illumination, but that's the rule of thumb generally for lamps. So whether it's on a buffet that's 30 inches high and then you stick to 30 inches below or right around 27, well that's beautiful, or a nightstand and your nightstand stand is 22 inches high because you have a platform bed, well, you'd stick around 20 to 22, but you wouldn't exceed 22. So that's my rule of thumb. In terms of the height of the table, which is then dictating the height of the lamp, it should be within two inches of the arm of the sofa or of the height of the mattress. So those are some rules of thumb. So for instance, if the mattress is 28 inches from the floor to the top, well, then your table is going to be between 26 and 30 inches. And then you'll apply my rule of the lamp and not exceed that 26 to 30 inches. Sounds good? Well, Renee, I hope that helped. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, You're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. 
After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. I have another live question from Caitlin. Caitlin writes, Hi Betsy, I have a big entry room but no closet where I can stash coats or other things I would prefer to keep out of view. I've been thinking about getting a large wardrobe to put in this space, but it's been surprisingly difficult to find one. Aside from Ikea, do you have any recommendations for stores with attractive, good quality wardrobes? So that's a tough one. Wardrobes are a little bit dated. So it's a little bit of a look that's, you know, past its prime, which means that there's not a ton of selection. That being said, I also live in an older style home that does not have an entry solution. So I have had to make one out of furniture pieces rather than relying on a closet or that sort of built-in storage. So in terms of a quality armoire... I do like Ikea, but only their packs and hymnus selections. So when you're looking at wardrobes there, packs and hymnus. Um, I also like Ballard Designs. So they're a more traditional type company or a transitional look. But if that's your style, then you might really find some great options there. They're just going to be pricey. So I'm warning you. The other place that has amazing options, if you have a more contemporary look or even a mid-century look, is going to be room and board. But you are going to drop some cash. So I'm just letting you know right now that that's going to be between $800 and $1,800 depending on the size and the features. Now, the good thing about this is that it's the first impression. So when people walk in your home, they're going to be immediately seeing this piece of furniture, which would make me want to splurge on it a little bit. However, on the flip side of that, it's going to get a ton of wear and tear. You're going to be constantly opening, closing it. There's going to be muddy shoes. There's going to be sharp hangers if you go for metal hangers. Um, there's going to be a lot of rugged use, which means that if you invest a lot in this piece, well, you might be kind of devastated when somebody, you know, scratches it with their... I don't know, spurs on their boots? Is this in Texas? Are we are we broadcasting in Texas? Anyway, I'm just putting that out there as something to consider because there are also more affordable options at places like Home Decorators or even Home Depot. But my warning there is that you're going to be assembling this furniture. And so if you don't have somebody who's really talented building it, well, it might compromise the quality. I have another live question from Lan. Lan, you wrote, Betsy, hi, I love your podcast. Thanks, Lan. I really appreciate it. And guys, if you love my podcast too, check it out, bigdesignsmallbudget.com. You write, I have two windows in a corner, about three inches on one wall and four inches on the other, and in between the windows is the corner. How would you suggest dressing these windows? There is not a lot of room for rods. Thanks. All right, so... 
let's see here. It sounds like you have a true just L-shaped window situation. And they do make rods for this. I don't really want to know about the amount of room you have outside your window, Lan. I want to know about the room above your window framing. Do you have room up there? Because there's lots of L-shaped rods. My favorite rod collection, Bed Bath & Beyond's Cambria collection, has a rod fitting that will become an L. And it's so affordable. Um, but the thing is, I wouldn't want you to ever drill into the framing. So if you don't have room above the window before you get to the ceiling for a bracket, then you may not be able to have an L-shape bracket, which means maybe you can't do drapes. Maybe you should do inset blinds in each window. That way, inside the framing, the blind comes down inside. You don't need anything externally. And it might be a cleaner look for those windows based on the situation you're sharing with me. Windows are just tricky. You know, unless I see a picture or I can even get in there and take measurements, it's hard for me to tell you specifically. But even very seasoned designers have window challenges. And I'm always looking for those great all-in-one solutions like the Cambria rod from Bed Bath & Beyond that offers so many different extensions, so many types of connectors that you can stick with that rod collection and find what you need. Unlike Pottery Barn or Crate and Barrel, which offers rods but then doesn't have those options for bay windows or even windows where you have to inside mount like like if you're thinking a shower curtain type thing, even though of course we're not hanging a shower curtain, but where you have to put you don't have room for brackets, so you have to put circles on the side. So anyway, check out the Cambria collection. I think they'll have a cure for what's ailing you, Lan. My last question today comes from Charlotte Sayana's Grandma Stokes. All right, Betsy, my adult children have moved back in. Where do I begin to declutter? Guys, should I tell you something? Oh my gosh. The good thing is I don't think my husband watches these. Woo! So I'm going to share something with you. I have people coming. I've shared that with you. I just got out of the shower. You feel me. I am decluttering like a mad woman. We have, each child has like 30 Valentines from their class and their friends. My husband has a whole mess of, I don't know what. Stuff is leaving our lives today, today, to make room for our three house guests that are coming for a week. So, you know, I wouldn't recommend what I'm doing, which is taking a trash bag and anything that's broke or hasn't been touched is out of here. I wouldn't recommend that. Instead, if your adult children are causing the clutter, I would really encourage them to help you maintain it. So to draw them in and say, okay, guys, I'm trying to make room for you. I'm trying to welcome you into my home because I'm so excited that you're here. You know, you can fib if you need to, Charlotte. But um, then tell them, I really need to declutter to make room for you. Would you help me with this? And that way, not only are they a part of the process and in Asian cultures, there's like a specific mentality, which is escaping me right now, where it's very important to clean your own space, declutter your own space. Even if you could pay somebody else to do so, it's very important for you to do it because it shows honor to the space and also makes the space more vibrationally yours. So I used to be in the theater. And before every performance, we would have to scrub the stage. And certainly interns could have done it or someone else could have done it. But to get your own labor into that stage will help to make the piece more organic with you. And that's how I feel about a home is, you know, you can outsource the cleaning, which I do. But there are some times when you just have to get your 
elbow grease into it, where a part of you needs to become one with the space by doing the dirty work. And so I think your adult children need to help with that process, even if the clutter isn't fully theirs. And that way you're also sending a message to them that clutter is not welcome here, that this is what happens to clutter, right? So you can't bring in your crap and expect me to be okay with it because we're cleaning out crap to make room for you. So it's just a setting a boundary, it's sending a message, and it's also helping them to feel a little more ownership for the new place that is going to be partially theirs at least for a short time. So guys, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today. Even in my frantic state, it is always nice to take a pause for a Facebook Live. If you have questions, don't hesitate to write them below. And of course, you can keep your questions coming to Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. And I will catch you next week. Bye. Are you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.